0: This is inside Asperger's I'm your host Simon Hubner, and I felt a lot of pressure to live up to the expectations of different role models of mine. A while back I was driving my mom to an appointment who said I was driving too close to the car in front of me on the interstate. I said I was just trying to imitate your dad in response. She laughed. Thing about my grandpa is, yes, there was driving. Mom also taught me to do mental math like my grandpa could in his head. And also, I would lean on my bedroom floor, throw a ball up to myself a bunch, because I wanted to be able to catch as good as he did, way back when. I'm saying this because the day I post this will be the 10th anniversary of my grandpa's passing. And I miss the idea of a grandfather more than actually having a grandpa right now because... Look, he'd be over a hundred years old right now. He did not have a lot of use for technology, and I really don't know how well he would have adjusted to the year 2020. He would have fought with everything he had, though. More importantly, I still got plenty of, of practical advice from him. He could talk to anyone and was a good storyteller. He believed, say what you mean and mean what you say, and keep your word. And always say please and thank you. You've got to look somebody in the eye, shake their hand. But only do that for about a second or two. Any longer than that is kind of creepy. Also, the pandemic has made me realize that I think handshakes should go. I'd rather replace them with fist taps, toe taps if your shoes are closed, toe, elbow bumps, that sort of thing. Grandpa seemed to have a rule for everything, such as clothing labels should only go inside clothes, not outside. And when I was 15, he said to me that when you see someone without manners or being uncouth, people say that their parents didn't do a good job with them, which means that I would want to be polite, so you would never have a bad word to say about my parents. I don't know what you'd say to someone from a dysfunctional family, but that advice really hit the spot. As I wrote this while watching my Braves choke in another playoff series, I remember him saying, never leave a ball game early because you never know what could happen. With his phenomenal pain tolerance, he still played sports with me and my brother. After a family trip to Orlando, we were back home in Atlanta, and he kicked a deflated ball from a 10-in-1 gaming table setup. This is with my brother. Now, this gaming setup had a pool table with no felt, air hockey with no air, and a mini basketball we couldn't inflate, but we still played on a mini hoop. When he, that hit the ceiling, often with the ball, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that this gave us a lot of hours of entertainment. That was, the goods were quantity over quality. Now, because my grandpa who used strings and rags to make a baseball when he couldn't afford it, I guess I hoped I could be resourceful like him. Somewhat related, at his house that didn't have cable, I watched Sesame Street on PBS where I could see Bert and Ernie sleeping next to each other in the house of someone who said he had a share of bed with his brothers growing up because they were poor, and I thought Bert and Ernie were also impoverished and doing the best they could. However, being resourceful has its limits. That ball that could not be inflated caused my grandpa to fall over as he stepped on it while kicking it back and forth with my brother. Grandpa misjudged how full of air the ball is, put his foot on top of the ball, fell over on his right shoulder. He swears my brother and I to secrecy until he drives home from Atlanta to Dayton, Ohio all by himself on a torn road here cuff. And this trip takes 530 miles, about 9 or 10 hours long. And for reference, I'm 12 years old at the time. My brother is about 10. And this story probably could have been avoided if we had better had a better quality soccer ball. But Grandpa didn't complain, not when it mattered, it wasn't his way. As a matter of fact, after this, he rebounded basketballs for me once after that incident, even though he could barely raise his right arm, which would have been his shooting arm. I've already said before on previous episodes that availability is more valuable than ability. We all knew he had great physical pain and never complained about it. He would let you know if traffic was a nuisance or someone did something he did not like. That is to say, Like most old Jews, he didn't get enough credit for handling trauma and injury like a champ. It's inconveniences that are where people see and make stereotypes about my people. To show this point, I'll share a couple of his army stories. This one time, he was saying how someone was giving him a hard time because of his nose during World War II. And my grandpa said he just hit the other guy. And his commanding officer wasn't happy that he hit another guy in the army. My question is, I wonder if my grandpa punched a Nazi's grandfather. Now, he had actually gone from being a cook to going to officer candidacy school on a recommendation, which included marching on concrete for eight hours a day, six days a week. In the last week of training, he couldn't get out of bed. With so much pain in his legs and back, he got sent to a military hospital. He described it as sitting around eating ice cream and playing cards all day. Grandpa got restless when others may have had fun chilling out. One day he said, either tell me what's wrong with me or send me home. Three days later, he was back in Ohio with the medical discharge, and he ended up speaking to a doctor to get access to his medical records. Those records said he had arthritis in his back, hips, and knees. He told me the story when I was 19 or 20, and that story was the angriest I had ever seen him. Not because of his injury, but because the truth was hidden from him. And I hope that if I'm, you know, a straight shooter, I hope it would have made my grandpa proud. And I find it real interesting that when people say, with Asperger's, you have to, don't dance around the truth at all. You have to be very direct. Well... Grandpa wasn't Asperger's, and it would be ludicrous to say so. The stories that I was talking about were just about a man's moral compass. And I'm interested to hear about who you looked up to and why. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at either Simon Says Funny or Inside Asperger's, on Facebook at Inside Asperger's, on Twitter at Simon Says Funny, or you can email me at InsideAsperger's at ProtonMail.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll have another episode for you in a week. Bye.